When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey there. Welcome to Only Stupid Answers. My, no- my nose is a little plugged up, I'll be honest. Their old pal Sam's here with a little cold, so he might be a little extra spacey, so he's going to get some help from his old pal DJ Walters. That's How you me doing? right here. I'm sitting right next to you. I'll be honest. You are, yeah. and uh, I'm going to need some extra help here. I think we need to bring in an extra special guest oh, for this snap. episode. You know, sometimes you need a hand, and today mm-hmm. we're reaching out to our good friend, Ashley Robinson. That's so sweet that you phrase it like that, and I didn't demand that you have me on. (laughs) And I also brought my illness, so stay tuned next week for DJ's health. Yeah, and I'm in. I'm in between. I'm in between the both of them. Nailed it. Yeah, so good. So far, so good. Hey, listen, I felt I felt good that I didn't get any like you know because whenever you do traveling, we were at Fantastic Fest last week. Sometimes you get a bug, Mm. and uh, I normally feel a little sick after getting off a plane just because that's what flying does to me. (gasps) We didn't even talk. We haven't talked about our our last day in Fantastic. I was thinking that could be what we're into because oh, i've got a movie i need to talk oh, about i got a movie too but not what we're into our flight back had this girl this little girl little, little girl and she was so, and you know it's that little kid sick where it's just like they can't yes. figure out what's happening and also they're about to go into like a pressurized like chamber and it's gonna be worse but she was like force coughing out all of her cough so it, it sounded like it sounded just like whole lungs were coming out of yeah, her. Yeah, she yes. wasn't doing herself any favor. You know when you're a kid and you're like, you feel like your parents are taking you seriously, so you try to really emphasize the coughs, which just makes the coughs. That was, that was what was happening. That's I, like being a woman and going to the doctor and they ask you if you're pregnant every single time. <laughs> cool, great, great. Uh, but like you were sitting right next to her and I'm like, yeah. no, She was like a couple seats behind. I was oh, well in the back. Yeah, in, in that but she, she was like, it, it was one of those like deep, like from the bottom of the stomach things were ha- I, I I thought she was going to throw up like I was just waiting for the throw up sound and I was like this this poor kid this poor family this poor everybody on the mm-hmm. plane nobody's happy in this situation mm-hmm. have you ever coughed so hard that you pulled a muscle in your back no not I yet I did that recently <laughs> not yet. yeah I'll get there did you we're was old. it like walking no. and it happened and you kind of like fell over or what no, happened so when I get sick I try to be kind and go and sleep on the couch uh-huh. um, and I was coughing laying on the couch probably in a not well supported position and then Uh-oh. my back just hurt mm-hmm. and then I stood up and I was like well I guess that's that muscle I pulled working at Loot Crate once upon a time. Oh, jeez. Shout out to, not a sponsor of this episode. No. Uh, <laughs> there was one time, it's a good way to open the episode. We're going to be talking about some comic book stuff in a second. Yeah, there you go. But last story, uh, flight back from Europe. Uh, <laughs> so we got super $200 flights mm. back from Europe. And so it was like, you got to take those when yeah. you find them. So it was from Moscow which the layover had to be there. And so we spent seven hours in the Moscow airport with a sick kid. We could see them from far away. We didn't need to be near them. We were fine. But then when I got on the plane, I sat down in like, it's those international flights that are extra long. So I'm in the middle section. Of the middle seat. Yeah. Yeah. And a family bought the rest around me and they put, so uh, I only had one seat to my right, two seats to my left. Parents sat to my left. They put their kid on the other side of me. Instead of asking me like to scoot over, yeah. well, I would have been happy to scoot over. Like <laughs> that would have been fine. But no, they put her there, and she just kept like looking at me, like uh, you know when like a kid wants like candy, or when a dog wants like food off the table. That's the way she looked at me. But she just had snot encrusted oh. all over her face, and she's like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And thank God there was a seat that opened up in the back that my friend had, and I was like, oh, I'm taking that one. I ran there. Bonus. 
there was a cat and a dog back there that were both fighting. So I just took a couple <laughs> extra Dramamine and I was out. I no. always have a cat under my seat. No matter what flight we're on, nice. cat carriers under my seat. Uh, and I'm all about it. I love cats. No, me too. Hey, me too. It made it worth it. But enough about the plain, <laughs> dirty, sick plane talk. Welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can put your moist... Thank you. Yeah. Little ears in two. We're gonna be talking about movies. Yes. TV shows. Yes. Comics. Yes. Uh, that's it. Yeah. That, that's it for today. That's Sickness. it for today. Yeah. <laughs> and about uh, fun plane stories, fun travel stories. Uh, and you guys know the drill. You can go to onlystupidanswers.com to find all of our social information, yes. our social security numbers, yeah. our Medicaid numbers, anything like that. Also, our Twitter accounts, Instagram accounts, all over there. Yeah. They're a blast. Also, Patreon.com/slash/onlystupidanswers, so you guys can send us your questions. You can join our Discord community, which is really cool. We got bonus content. Uh, we do comic book review shows. There's so much stuff. And most mm-hmm. importantly, we got a Twitch show every Thursday, 4 p.m. PST on twitch.tv slash playnoggin. It's a good time. Oh you want to join it. Goodness, it's so much. But Ashley. Yes. You're you're working on something I am. as well. Can you I know? also tell one quick last travel story? Please of do. Sam and I were once in Hawaii at the same time and yeah. we're almost mutually murdered by the ocean, but we survived. <laughs> Climbing up so, a rock face. Sometimes I think about it, you know like you replay like dangerous scenarios in your head, and you're like, that's not that bad. And then all of a sudden it kind of comes back and you're like, oh wait it but if I did slip, we would have definitely been just crushed immediately. Yes, against the rocks. That's a real thing that happened. I think we all posted about Instagram mm-hmm. uh, like five seconds later. Yeah, great. My but, last travel story. I'm sorry. That was a fun trip, though. That was a good trip. <laughs> yes. Um, so I am here ostensibly because I wanted to talk to you guys about my comic book. What? Which I think uh, was like the last time I was on the show. I was talking about <laughs> my other comic book. Nice. Um, so Jason Inman, my writing partner slash husband and I are kickstarting our sophomore graphic novel. Amazing. Uh, please don't tweet me any more jokes about a sophomore slump. It's <laughs> discouraging and yeah. I am sensitive. Listen, listen, crowdfunding is already discouraging enough. You don't need to add to it. <gasps> yeah. Uh, we're very fortunate with this one, though. Um, so it's called, I'm going to lean away for the mic. Science! Because we spelled it with an exclamation point, yeah, so you nice. like have to say it like a baseball announcer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my Hollywood elevator pitch is: What if Harry Potter went to Star Trek school, but wanted to kill Dumbledore and was a nice lesbian? There you go. Oh, it's uh, all the pillars you need for a good story. Exactly, mm-hmm. all the things that uh, that we love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just wait twenty years from now, you'll be like, that snake was actually a person the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, but it was a really cute Asian girl, and you're like, why not this the whole time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. And so you got your kickstarting it right now. Yes. And you guys already hit your goal. That's amazing. Yeah, we hit our goal really quick, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Um, but I do want to encourage people, if uh, the more we talk about it, if you think it sounds cool, to go check it out at sciencecomicbook.com because now it's a pre-order campaign. Yeah, nice. exactly. So it's definitely going to happen. And like oh, with all these Kickstarters, you got stretch goals that make it you get cooler stuff if you reach those stretch goals. So that's even more motivation for people to come in if you haven't contributed already. Contribute so you can reach that stretch goal. Gosh darn it. Yeah, our next stretch goal is actually adding more pages of story. Love it. Which is so exciting and such an expensive undertaking, which is why it's like our fourth stretch goal. Yeah. Um, and a lot of our rewards center around helping other people to create comics because just Love like it. you guys, Jason and I started as fans. Yeah. So our first, I think it was, excuse me, our first reward that sold, we had a Tom King script review, you know, little yeah. indie creator Batman. <laughs> we just oh, talked about one of his comics that came out this week. <laughs> uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh, the Batman 54. Oh, Heroes in Crisis. Heroes in Crisis, I'm sorry, yeah. the Batman 54 is a really great Nightwing story, yeah. so that's the one I care about. Heroes in Crisis uh, was fine. Yeah. Uh, no Batwang, so... Mm-hmm. I got that over there, too. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. in that bag. It's in that there. bag over there. You just have a sticker on it that says deeply disappointing in every possible way. 
Uh, but back to my comic that doesn't yeah. have wangs in it. <laughs> uh, but that, every, that's a later stretch goal. That's right. That's a, we got to age our characters up at least four years yeah. so they reach the age of consent there and then baby wangs. Uh, but so a lot of our rewards are script reviews. We've added three new script reviews since we hit our goal. And Great. I think we still have an artist portfolio review from Mitch Garrods, who draws Mr. Miracle. Wow. Yeah. Also, Babylon? Sheriff of Babylon. Sheriff of Babylon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, no, he didn't draw Vision. But yeah. I think he drew Vision because it was a Tom joint. Sorry, Mitch. You have a really cute baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he'll show you that baby if you get home. Uh, I don't know where he's going with it. It's all over Instagram. So. All right, well, you'll be able to go look at it. Go follow Mitch Garrett's cute baby yeah. um, at Mitch Garrett's on Instagram. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I sincerely hope that as we sit here talking about this, that in two years, five years, ten years, people are reaching out and they're kickstarting their scripts or their projects that they maybe made a connection with on this because Great. I want other people to make more comics. Yeah. Amen Please to that. Thank you. That's awesome. So where, what's the URL that they could go to to find Sciencecomicbook.com. Perfect. Or you can Google it or you can go to any of our social media pages that all <laughs> pinned to the top. Very <laughs> cool. Well, that's awesome. I'm excited to get my fingies on it. I want nice. to read it. That's exciting. Thank you. But when we open up our episodes, we like to do a little segment called What We're Into This week yes. but before we do that should yes. we say hi to some friends why not <gasps> friends mm-hmm. hey guys before we keep going we like to watch tv when on this podcast i've done it occasionally <laughs> i found out i'm a big fan have yeah. you checked it out i th- you know what i'm feeling like I'm, I'm pretty into tv at this point okay here's a big thing though okay there's tv thing everywhere what, what am i supposed to do you got cable you got netflix you got hulu i just can't, i can't keep track of all of it guess what we found a friend. We searched far and wide. We're like, wait a second. Our audience needs to keep up on all these shows. How are they going to do it? <laughs> well, they're friends over at TiVo. That's where. TiVo has reached out to us, and we've figured out a way to get you guys all the best shows right to your home with their TiVo Bolt OTA for antenna TV watching or TiVo Bolt Vox for cable. This is amazing. The Emmy-winning pioneers for home entertainment are back. And oh, they're, they're here. Back, baby. Oh, they back. And they're here for cable users, for antenna users, or if you're cord cutters, don't worry. They're here for you as well. They've got the complete home TV experience. That's live TV, DVR, and streaming devices all in one Lee tiny thing that will let you access everything you love on any screen you like. You can just skip over entire commercial breaks with a tap of a button or voice command. Love By it. the way, I've they've sent us one of these, and I was like, "Oh, my stars and garters! This is amazing!" <laughs> so I plugged it in, I hooked it up, I uh, and I started playing around with it. And they have a little button where it's this—it's a little microphone. And I was like, <clears throat> "Good place!" And then all of a sudden, it started to pull up everywhere I could watch the Good Place. That's great across any platform because Hulu—you get your new episodes. Yeah. Netflix—you get past seasons. But if you guys have a cable connection, it will look through all your channels and your DVR and on demand, whatever, yeah. and it will find it for you. It's incredible. Watch shows 30% faster with pitch-corrected sound. That's amazing. They, this is the future, and it's got everything you need in one little box, and we've got the deal for you, baby. Are you ready for a way better way to watch good news? TiVo has put together a deal just for our audience. 20% off any TiVo Bolt OTA or TiVo Bolt Vox. Just head to TiVo.com slash stupid 20 and remember the promo code stupid 20 one more time that's tivo.com slash stupid two zero with the promo code stupid two zero for 20 percent off get that box today baby now back to the show all right what are we into this week so to kick it off uh ashley can be uh comic book movie tv show uh i'll, I'll start it off with uh we just got back from fantastic fest mm-hmm. and we did last week we did our full episode with our reviews but yeah that was before yeah. our closing night when we got to see the coolest movie 
ever. Yeah. I, I've never seen that many film reviewers in a room just become like sports fans. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, was, it was so much it fun. It was nuts. I actually did, I just did a movie fights where they're like, what's going to be the, the biggest hit of the fall? And I'm like, oh, this movie, the night comes for us 100% this movie. And everybody's like, uh, it's a Netflix movie. I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, yeah, because you haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know yeah. how magical this movie is. It is, uh, I'll try to pitch it and you guys, you can uh, correct it as, yeah. as we go along. But it's it's from the same team that worked on The Raid and The Raid 2. Oh, so nice. Yeah. And Best this, Fight. And this, this, these fights are incredible. But the pitch is that um, the triad in Southeast Asia, they have this group called the Six Seas, which are six individuals that protect the trade routes for gun running, human trafficking, drugs, everything like that. I love fun stuff. Oh, super fun. <laughs> and these uh, six individuals are allowed to patrol and protect these routes any way they see fit. So they can do awful things. And one of these members says no more. He doesn't want to do it anymore, even though he's done some yeah. awful yeah. things. Yeah. But you kind of get on board with this, like, okay, he wants to get out, and he has, like, a little girl he's protecting, blah, blah, blah. You get that. But And the, tri- the triad responds with, um, if you want to get out, fine, but you have to get through us. And they don't just send, like, ten people after him. They yeah. send the triad it's, after yeah, him. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's definitely, like, like full-on video game, like, uh, 250 guys to try and stop, basically, one dude and his buddies. Yeah, and his buddies are indestructible basically yeah. and you get the, the I want to make sure I get these uh, actors names correctly I'm going to pull it up uh, do you have the IMDb I, yeah I have them up uh, and I'm I want to get them right too and I'm definitely not unfortunately because of my stupid mouth mm-hmm. uh, but it's directed by Timo Tahanto yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, but I actually had the pleasure of meeting him at the fest. Lovely dude. Mm-hmm. Nice. Really good dude. Uh, and it stars Joe Taslam um, as our lead. And then Aika Uwas, who is the lead in the Raid films. And it was his whole stunt oh, team. He's so good. He's, he's so, so amazing. That oh line seller fight. It's so cool. His his arms move like machine guns yeah, when they fire. There's definitely, so there's cool. definitely like a final fight where uh, Joe Taslam has definitely gone through a bunch of people. And then, it's, then he goes to basically the final boss. And there's like two punches right off the bat. It's like, I'm done. If that were me, I'm done. Like my fate, the bottom of my jaw is gone. And uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, I guess you win. I guess I'm out. There, uh, there's one move where someone moves out of the way and one of one of the fighters full on like shin kicks a metal girder. And I'm yeah. like, my bones are so brittle. They would have just, my, <laughs> my leg would have it just exploded. It was, a, it, it was such a, and this is why you go to these festivals. It was such a great experience because like the movie got a standing ovation yeah. uh, in my theater after we were cheering and it's just that communal effervescence. It's like when you're at a concert, you know what I mean? And everybody's really feeling the song. Like you were waiting for everybody to be like one more song, like ask for an encore. Um, uh, it was so exciting. It was so invigorating. It was so like such an electrifying um, experience is is the plot way too complicated? Of course it is. Yeah. Are there like way too many characters? Probably. Does yeah. any of that matter? No, no. None of that matters. It's like every Godzilla movie, you're like, do we need this no. meeting? No. no. <laughs> and it's it's and also it's cool because it embraces this kind of like almost like slapstick Looney Tunes cartoon energy sometimes mm-hmm. or like a person will fall into a bunch of tacks that are uh, on the ground uh, that just really it, it, it's so much fun I, I I think it hits Netflix October 19th mm-hmm. oh, October oh, 19th that's when Making a Murderer comes back oh, and then shit. Sabrina's and, a week after that and then Daredevil is also the same week yeah. so Netflix is just like losing its mind yeah October's a October November that's big time for Netflix there's a lot of good shows coming but I definitely like, I need you to stop this <laughs> yeah. dial it back I recommend you get your friends. Uh, you get a room full of people to watch this together. Maybe do a screening on a back porch if you've got a projector. You know what's so cool is that because Netflix, it was crazy this year at Fantastic Fest, so many movies, uh, like when the opening graphics for Studios starts going, like there's this rainbow graphic that starts and then all of a sudden it becomes the Netflix and mm-hmm. and then you're like, 
more like half the movies we yeah. saw were Netflix movies, and so they they're not just like Netflix went out and bought stuff and now slaps Netflix original on it because they can because yeah. they have the distribution. These are movies that they funded and they mm-hmm. actually wanted to see get like made. Like Beast of No Nation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so this is and and there have been Netflix movies that I am not excited about that I've watched. And I'm like, okay, this is just fine. But this movie is top notch, and I really hope a lot of people are able to see it. Please watch it, and it's so cool that we got to see a movie at a festival and an indie festival yeah. that you guys actually get to see pretty soon. Also, speaking of that, um, this uh, weekend, I believe, this past weekend, if you're listening to this on Monday, uh, Hold the Dark hit Netflix, which is another, uh, I talked about it on one of our videos on YouTube. Yeah. It's from Jeremy Saulnier, who did Green Room. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and his his new movie, his movie hits, uh, and I do recommend checking that out as well. The cast in that movie looks great. I'm seeing it tonight because they're doing a limited screening, or a limited release of cool. it in theaters. Mm-hmm. So if I'm you excited. can get to see it in theaters, do because there definitely is a sequence that benefited from being in theaters. It will still be amazing on your TV, but like if you can get to a theater, I recommend it. Nice. Yeah. And uh, Fantastic Fest was great. It was a great way to end the festival. We saw a funny comedy after. Yeah. It was it was classic story. Volleyball, high school volleyball girls team uh, gets chased through the mountains by cannibal hillbillies. Oh, classic. Yeah. Classic. You, and they, you know it. You love for, it. For your Tucker and Dale must die. Yeah. Yeah. Versus, yeah, yeah, one of those. Sorry. You got it. That's a great movie, too. Uh, <laughs> they take them out. They take out the cannibals with volleyballs. No. It's very important. Yeah. It's, it's so, it was it's so very stupid. It was, a nice, it, was, it was a nice come down after after the night comes from us. It was yeah, a good, we were it was too good. amped up. We yeah. were too, like kids who had too much candy. We were just like, we need to relax so we can go to bed yeah. <laughs> and that's what that movie was so what about you Ashley what are you into this week I'm super into a show that I'm watching on Netflix but is not a Netflix original it's a CBC original shout out to the Canadian Broadcast Yay. Company uh, it's called Kim's Convenience okay it is set in a convenience store and it's a Korean first generation Korean family running their store love it and it's so amazing and Scripted? it's so funny yes okay um, and its third season is about to hit, but because it's on Netflix, it's now like really popular in America, which Great. as a Canadian is amazing to see because there's like never anything popular. Like I think Red or, Green was the last thing. Orphan Black. But that's a BBC. Uh, and you know, BBC enough, has an American enough. imprint. It yeah. does, it's a BBC, CBC sort of gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Like Tudors is the same thing. Like, okay, that's gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, but it's also amazing because I think it does a really good job with diversity because it is a Korean family. A lot of the supporting cast are like Indian or Chinese, cool. um, Canadian. It's very, very funny. Um, the lead actor is a nerd. So if you follow him on Instagram, like he's always showing pictures of 3D printing his Star Wars helmets and I stuff like love that. It. So that's really fun. That's great. Um, and then the young sexy male lead is currently campaigning to be in Crazy Rich Asians too. So if you liked Crazy Rich Asians, I think you'd probably like this. I think if you like Parks and Rec, you'd like it. But yeah. uh, binge watching that right now. That's mm-hmm. a great pitch because I love both of those things. There yeah. you go. I got to take him to see Crazy Rich Asians, and it was like, it's, it's so good. Also, yeah. lead dude uh, Henry Golding would needs make, to be a superhero. He would definitely make a good uh, just because this is what people are talking. Both of these are things people are talking about right now. Make a good Clark Kent. Uh, would also make a good James Bond. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ten out of ten. Because that just, velvety, he's got that velvety British accent. So you're like, oh my. Can yeah. I just can I just oh jump my. on the James Bond train really quick? Broccoli's. Yeah. I know you're watching. <laughs> just make one movie with it, Elba. I know he's a little bit older. We all want it. Just George Lazenby him and do it right, mm-hmm. please, please. And then just give it to Tom Hardy, who you're going to give it to anyway. Oh, I don't know. Also, I... I think we should just at this point <laughs> embrace that. Uh, not only is 007 a call sign, but James Bond is a call is a name mm-hmm. that they give a person because it just like. I think it was the last one of the Daniel Craig movies made callbacks to like older Bond movies yes. and you're like 
what's happening? Like, wait, wait, what's, what's going on right now? Uh, I just had a really interesting discussion about should James Bond be a period piece? Like, should he yeah. ever exist past the Cold War? I should mean, he, all James Bond stories arrest that 1991? He can um, be in present because I actually like, I think Daniel Craig's one of my favorite Bonds. My, mine too. But I think if you, I think that really works. I was actually thinking the other day, um, I've, I've been watching, it's the, the Deuce is in its second season on HBO and I can't, I think because it takes place in Hell's Kitchen in the 70s, I can't help but think like, I think the Defender shows would have been better if they'd been set in, in the MCU in the 60s and 70s. When they were originally created. Yeah, because they're already... Do you still have done Jessica Jones in that Yeah, I think, I think she... Because the only two people that weren't created in the 70s are Daredevil, because he was in the 60s, and Jessica Jones, because she was created more recently. Yeah. But I think, I think she could... Oh, yeah, like that, I think yeah. she could really fit them. And then it, Punisher could actually be from Vietnam. You As he do, was... Yeah, you could do Welcome Back, Frank. Yeah, you mm-hmm. could do Welcome Back, Frank. You could do uh, uh, Punisher Born, which is actually, I think, my favorite Punisher story, because um, it's a nightmare. Uh, and As they should be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Luke Cage, he's already in that era. You wouldn't have to come up with a reason why Hell's Kitchen is the way it is. It would just That's the way it was back then. Yeah. It also does you some favors in that you don't have to... You don't now have it's to, where the Comic-Con is. Exactly. <laughs> now you don't need to figure out, like, you don't need to be in the moment. You can look back at what was going on at that time. You can also throw in people from those periods to, like, uh, in, in the deuce... Um, Wow, I just forgot. Anyway, famous people from that time period. Andy uh, Warhol? Yeah, it, did. it was Andy Warhol. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, can, uh, he can show up. Uh, uh, people like that can show up briefly to flesh out the world. And it also <coughs> helps flesh out the MCU's history Which in a cool it's, it's way. lacking a little bit. Their it's basically just getting messier and messier. 40s and then nothing mm-hmm. until until Iron Man. And this and this creates some stories in that time. And it also explains why you will never have those characters team up beyond, poli- beyond studio politics. It explains yeah. like, yeah, they... Yeah. They're in a different time, and in not knowing what I know now, I'd be bummed by that. Mm-hmm. But hindsight being twenty twenty, I think it would make the stories richer. So, point is, I've been thinking about that this week. So, the idea of setting setting Bond in that time period, I think, I think would be really cool, and especially with how basically anthological the character is. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's episodic storytelling. Yeah, so like you could do, you could have whoever the next Bond be be go back to the sixties. And it's be, you'd be fine because you, technically every time there's a new bond, we're supposed to think like, hey, okay, cool. They'll pick and choose what mattered in the past. Someone yeah. on Tumblr made like the chronological timeline of how all the movies would go. And it's yeah. really wild to be like you start with uh, Casino Royale and then Skyfall somewhere in the middle and then Goldfinger's right after Skyfall and mm. then it all ends with Spectre. Uh-huh. So Daniel Craig kind of like bookends the story. Yeah, yeah. weird. Uh, there was a really cool fan theory out there, or I guess it was a pitch maybe. Uh, you might know more about this, but I like the idea that um, they were going to do a new Bond movie. It's Daniel Craig, but Sean Connery shows up mm-hmm. and it's he more... Was- supposed to play the, the, the groundskeeper in Skyfall yeah. that Albert Finney wound up playing. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, but the pitch was that he was James Bond still and that they it's the idea that yeah, it's, it's, it's a mantle and then basically you get the classic like they're killing us off now and yeah. like you gotta get all the James Bond together and they reunite their rings Actually, and they turn into one big James be Bond. Really, who could yeah. you? You probably wouldn't be able to get Sean Connery but who else could you? Timothy Dalton's still around. Um, He's going to be the chief. I, I love him. I don't Pierce, love him Pierce as Bond. Brosnan is still around. Yeah. yeah. And if anyone deserves, I hate the Pierce Brosnan movies. <laughs> um, but I don't hate Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. And I think that if anyone sort of deserves an opportunity to maybe revisit the character, he's the one who, it would be cool to see him actually be a badass. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I didn't find him very badass. It's interesting <laughs> how like a lot of those Bond actors, because you say that with Pierce Brosnan, I think the same thing with Timothy Dalton, where it's like, mm-hmm. I like them a lot post-Bond. Yes. You know what I mean? Their mm-hmm. career post-Bond is actually really interesting. And at Bond, it's like, you're fine. Yeah, it's because Ma- James Ma- Bond yeah. is a jerk. 
and he's not very compelling and I think it takes um, a very special actor to make him compelling which yeah. is why I think there's arguably maybe only two good bonds mm. I, I'm thinking uh, well for me one is one is because he was my dad's favorite so growing up that was my bond but I think the two for me are probably Sean Connery you have and to then, give it to Connery and then um, uh, we, Daniel Craig mm-hmm. But growing up, Roger Moore was the bond of the household, and so there's a special there's a special place in the Roger Moore like there's that joke in Lost in Translation like they're like oh Roger Moore Roger Moore like I, you know I, I feel you isn't there a joke in Family Guy that says Sean Connery headshot signed by Roger Moore <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good they uh, there's a good joke in The Simpsons too where they do like a Trias of Horror and they have a Hal like they yeah, installed yeah. in their house and they're like oh they have James Bond's voice and they're like George Lazenby it's like no mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan so it's no Nobody that anybody wanted. Yeah. Um, but we're getting into uh, period pieces, and there's a genre. There's a series of movies right now that, yeah. that took a page out of your book and decided to go back. Yes. in time and tell retro stories. That's the X Men stories. Think, I Screwed think, up their timeline just as much as the MCU. So I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I kind of like the X Men take on like, eh, forget it. It doesn't like and why the comics do that. So yeah, exactly. Why? why do, who cares? Who cares? Like the like we're just. It is a little weird. Uh, to the point of distracting that I think the new movie Dark Phoenix which just had a trailer which is why we're talking about yep. it is supposed to be set in the 90s so that means 10, 10 years later James McAvoy is going to look like Patrick Stewart yeah and also Jean Grey is aging wonderfully yeah <laughs> it's like insane all of them like it's, it's so it's like what happens in the next but you know, 10 years Cyclops that, like, is going to upgrade and look like James Marsden so he's going to get off uh-huh. really well you know <laughs> speaking of the, uh, James Marsden didn't do anything for me as Cyclops but post Cyclops really good interesting career I hear a lot of people say that and I really like his Cyclops but I think it's just because I really like Cyclops oh and also like, me and fair, Jason Inman not, are like the people over here for Cyclops it's not, <laughs> it's not so much him as Cyclops as those movies never, never given Cyclops Cops much to do. That's very true. If you're not Magneto, Professor X, or Wolverine, and maybe Mystique I mean, but, or Rogue. But yeah. welcome to X-Men. Yeah. Truly. Like, my favorite X-Person is Nightcrawler. And yeah. it is a stretch to be like, what's a great Nightcrawler story? I'm like, Excalibur? Yeah, to maybe. be fair, yeah. though, to be fair, I think for me, he's the standout. Other, I mean, again, x is kind of a Wolverine movie, but he's kind of the standout of X2. Oh, Alan Cumming is a goddamn gift. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he, gets, he gets the coolest scene in that movie, too, even though it's, a, it's terrifying. Yeah, and also... The scene? Yeah. yeah, and I get why he wouldn't come back. It's like, oh, you want me to put the makeup on again? Oh, yeah, that was Ooh. definitely a no-go for him. He's like, like, no, you I'm know fine. what? I just if I could just rant about Alan Cumming for a minute, uh, I do empathize with that. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, I'll happily be painted blue. X Men can hire <laughs> me at any time. But um, I don't understand why they wouldn't figure out how to make it work with him because he was so wonderful. But yeah. uh, Jennifer Lawrence can go out there and complain about it all the time, and we just get her crappy CGI blue now, yeah. and she still gets to be in Dark Phoenix. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I I have uh, worries for her fate in this movie. It doesn't look great. But... I will say, based on someone I know who saw a screener of it a year and a half ago, she's not in the movie very much because ah, <laughs> they did screeners for it leading up to the original date. Yeah. And I think they might have done reshoots based on that. But the way I saw this trailer edited, I was like, they're really making it look like these characters are in this movie a lot longer than I think they are. Yeah, and it <laughs> looks... Uh, it, basically, when I was talking... We talked about this on two different shows, or I did. I talked about it on two different shows yesterday. Well, welcome to the third. Uh, this is the third one. No. Right, um, Sam? Brag, brag, brag. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> no, but it's like... It kind of looks like an end. It kind of mm-hmm. looks like a Well, it has to button. be, right? Uh, but someone was like, what if this... Like, what if some executive was like, oh, Logan was pretty good, and we can kind kind of do an end here too let's reshoot the end really quick and see if it like wraps it up nice and it's like I don't think that's gonna happen yeah, but I, I give do, it a try I feel like <laughs> even though it's a super depressing note to go out on I feel like Logan was the perfect button because it was the it was the swan song for Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart who are argu- mm-hmm. arguably your most iconic people in it 
And so it's like that's in you what was it, nine movies deep at that point? Like this is a good time to reboot. Oh, man. I'm not usually a fan yeah. of reboots, but this is this is a pretty good no, especially at the time I was saying, like, you know, pull a Spider Man, team up with MCU and and mm-hmm. make your make your deal so that Deadpool can be off doing his own thing, but whatever. So I it's hard it's hard watching the dark I didn't mind the Dark Phoenix trailer, but it's hard to feel invested. It was, it was fine, right? Yeah. The cinematography was my favorite part of it because it was really dynamic when they you see the car crash when Gene's a little kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah That's yeah. like a serious they really slammed those cars. Even together. though we've already seen how she meets Professor X twice. Yeah. Yeah. So far. Yeah. Do you think because we know it's the end that it's a less compelling trailer? Uh, for me it is, yes. Interesting. Because yeah. I'm gonna say like I, so much. I, I really thought it wasn't great. Yeah, I, I'm gonna well, go see it. I also think it's like because because <laughs> I didn't I didn't dislike Apocalypse as much as most people did. I thought it was fine. Uh, I thought the opening was great in Egypt. I thought that was a lot of fun. I thought the fight at the end was really cool too, like with with the two X's and it was like yeah. the Ghibli cover, and we finally got the X Men pink, which is lighting everyone right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. In their powers was really cool. I, the only thing that weirded me out about the ending is like, okay, so Magneto and Storm Jeff definitely committed genocide. Oh, you can't think about that. Too and much. we're like, and we're like, yeah, sure, join the team. It's like, it wasn't even like they were brainwashed. They straight up like mm-hmm. gave Apocalypse a firm handshake, like, hell yeah, we're in. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, because that was they built a pyramid on top of where people lived. Like, well, it, well, and also he's cry- causing disasters across the planet that, that had is, to have wiped out. At the very least, they're dancing yeah. on the graves of people right now, and yes. there's dead people yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. So that, that was that was true. But it, it was also another great Quicksilver sequence, mm-hmm. which I'm I'm doubtful we're going to get another one of those because no, my understanding is they're to. pretty ex- they're pretty expensive and hard to do. Yeah. And I don't know if they're going to do that for this one. I don't. I, they have to be smart enough to know that was the only reason I went. That's going to be a reason <laughs> yeah. for a lot. Not even just like speedster stuff. That those scenes are incredible. They're so, great. Yeah. They're amazing. If Evan uh-huh. Peters' reps are smart, they yeah. demand it. Yeah. yeah right. For him to be in the movie. Take us small pay cut for you to put that in the movie mm-hmm. yeah yeah but if it is the out if this is the end you, yeah. you brought up the idea of like uh, and everyone's talking about Sorry, it right guys. now oh no, no you're good you're i'm fine. gonna be i've been holding a sneezing for a while and yeah. make, if i start crying that's just the sneeze <laughs> thing uh but a lot of people have been talking about like since the fox disney deals going through blah 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 blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. let's pretend like we know what the inner workings of a business is that yes. <laughs> this is uh the this could be the end of the x-men as we know it and this is them slowly being moved into the mc and the disney stuff and everything i have so many theories yeah. Nice. <laughs> and um, there was that quote this week from like I think it was Bob Iger he was like uh, who should run the X-Men when you get it and he's like Kevin Feige who else would do it oh, and a lot of people are like yeah he's on board he loves Kevin Feige he's like no that's the dude who does it for us so yeah, he's the Marvel guy yeah. there's so many headlines of like confirm Kevin Feige and Marvel are going to run X-Men like no. was that a question yeah, that remember had? remember when we also thought that Brian Cranston was confirmed as Lex Luthor because he was bald yeah <laughs> that would have been cool yeah. but uh, no so that that's been coming out so it's kind of fun to start speculating and Actually, I hit up our Discord uh, to see what you guys thought about nice. uh, how you would want to see it uh, incorporated. And I want to hear your theories, but first, okay. intro it. Uh, Gary, Gary, Gary uh, writes, uh, this is how they want to see the intro. Okay. Slowly pans to the school while the theme song plays and Deadpool's outside the Xavier School doing some pole dancing on the flagpole outside interesting there you go Beautiful. a lot of res- i'm reading that specifically because there was a lot of reactions to that one so <laughs> there is there's a theory there's, there's a, a theory. way you could see it yeah, yeah. it's not a theory actually that's a way it could happen but what's uh, what gets you excited i have two big theories okay um they're both brief my first one is that when the snap is undone because mm-hmm. it's gonna happen because that's to. what happens uh-huh. in the comics <laughs> 
that you're going to see a flashback to the first Captain. Because we know we know there are flashbacks coming. We've seen them shooting yeah. on sets from previous movies. We've seen yes. them wearing old costumes. You're going to get a flashback to the original Captain America movie, and you're going to see the Howling Commandos, and Wolverine is going to be there. Ooh. Man, I would I would literally shit my pants. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would literally I will, shit my pants. I will probably cry yeah. if it happens. And if they're just going to, in the new continuity, have been there all along. Yeah. And it's just going to be like, oh, hey, Scott. Hey, whatever. What, you know, because we kind of just picked up Spider-Man and like ran with it. Yeah. So I think that might be the way it's done. Or we have Scarlet Witch, right? Scarlet Witch is famous for saying no more mutants. Yeah. What if she says all the mutants? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then that. all the mutants come so, out, including I think we'll get Quicksilver back in the interesting. MCU. Interesting. Well, I was seeing some theories because because I think uh, I think it was IGN did an article of, of trying to figure out how <laughs> how you would get the current X Men cast into the movies. No, mm-hmm. screw Which them. I, I want Famke Johnson back. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I and I don't think I'm I'm fine if you I don't I don't see any reason to bring any of the continuity from these movies back. Like you said, it's already all over the map, so it doesn't really matter. You yeah. know what I mean? Just just let's do what we did with Spider Man. Start fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, but you think there will be. A reason, because I'm kind of on the. I, I think, think we're getting a Hugh Jackman cameo. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Uh, I, but I, but I'd be. I think because because I've always been kind of thinking that's like I. I think mutants will have been there since it's going on, but nobody knows about it yet. Like maybe some cool. people have run into Logan, but they don't know his deal. Mm-hmm. I would like that. That's kind of one of the reasons I'm actually. Uh, it looks like based on the trailer that because of course in Captain Marvel it's a flashback with Nick Fury. We're going to feel the need to explain how he lost his eye. It's oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Save that. Don't don't explain that in Captain Marvel. Save that, or don't explain it ever. Like that'd some, be great. I'm actually things. I'm on. We didn't need we didn't need an apocalypse or apocalypse's mutant magic took Xavier's hair. Sometimes people just go bald. Look in Star Trek. <laughs> We had Klingons with no foreheads, and then we had Klingons with foreheads. And when they asked Worf, he said, "We don't talk about it." Yeah, and like, <laughs> boom, great, great, yeah. Who cares? But yeah. if you if you did, it's like they've always because in in Ultimates he always had the three claw marks, yep. and the movies he had three claw marks. It's like don't explain it, and if you do, now it can be Wolverine, mm-hmm. which would be rad because that was going back to Wait, my. He d- shoved three claws into his he brain. Scratched <laughs> him. Oh, yeah, oh. And which, the middle. Which, by the way, which briefly, his fingernails not even the claws. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At him. Going back to my going back to put, setting the. Defenders back in the 70s, you could have Frank Castle serve with like a 20 to 30 year old Nick Fury. Great. And you can just cast a new person so you don't have to worry about the crossover or stuff. Or just cast John Bernthal and put him in risers. He's, he's great. <laughs> I met him once and stood next to him and he's uh, shorter than you would think. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. A wow, petite that's true. man. That's true. <laughs> yes. So many actors. Uh, I can't get the picture out of my head of you. Like, you see Wolverine show up and then you and the you're like, yeah, they did that. Um, what was it? The oh my, cartoon, oh my God. the cartoon before Avengers. Was it Avengers Assemble? Earth's Mightiest Heroes is before. Boom, it's the better one. And they and they did a flashback with Cap, and they and and Wolverine yep. was was serving with them. I'm all about that stuff. I'm into it. I think it'd be cool. I do think if they when they bring in the X Men. Let's, I, I think some of the, you can Wolverine can be there obviously but maybe he doesn't need to be the main dude I agree he could just be a dude I agree with that yeah. he'd be great and again if it was Hugh Jackman he'd be great to see for a cameo yeah and then like there are so many other ex people so many. like even let's go super weird like give me Excalibur give me dupe the green floaty I would actually guy. love dupe me too that would make me super <laughs> happy so, so I tried to ask you about him yeah. what is that what is he well what is, he's a mutant and he's a human <laughs> but he's sorry a mutant but he was was a person 
and then the mutant gene. Yeah, there's also an X-Men who's like a walking tree, and there's yeah. one who's a dragon. Yeah, and oh yeah, and then there's the 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 goop with the skeleton inside yep. of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You just kind of have to. Yeah, puberty was really hard. Yeah, I like and I like those. I like those creative characters, but no, I really like your Duke, idea. Duke has had a retcon where I think he's also an alien because he has like a dupe mom. Oh, oh. Be, just let him be a mute. Yeah, like it's it's complicated and weird. And he has his and, own uh, language. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, um, and then he got to speak English in the solo series and fell in love with Kitty Pride, and it was dumb. Oh. I'm sorry, Peter love, David. It was love, dumb. I would love a good Kitty Pride. I would love like a that would be solid. Really, yeah, because we've Me never gotten too. that. And she's also been at this point so connected with Peter Quill and Peter Parker and all that Every stuff. Every Peter. Be, yeah, it'd be cool to and see Peter her. Rasputin. Boom. <laughs> it, that's true. She has a thing for Peter. Yeah. It'd be cool to see her more. Elizabeth Winstead, who was just cast in uh, Birds of Prey, would have been a really great older adult I, yeah. leader of the school, Kitty Pryde. Yeah, that would have been I cool. I, I do like that they're doing that in the comics right now, that she's running the school. I think yeah. that's pretty cool. But I did like your idea of all the mutants, but mainly I like the idea of like she comes back, she misses her brother, mm-hmm. and she like basically says she's just exploding with cosmic question mark, whatever's going on with her. And she kind of starts to just like release that. So she, we're not really sure what she can do. Yeah. Yeah. Is she comes from that power comes from an energy that can kind of mutate people mm-hmm. yeah. go ahead you have the rights now you can say that mm-hmm. word mutate. now yeah. uh, and you and she just kind of just lets it out she just kind of like Meh. and it starts t- turning people into mutants or I also like the idea that they've been hidden because like yeah. the whole point is that they, they're in upstate so that people can't find them yeah. go the extra mile you have like technology or you're shielding it with mutant mm-hmm. abilities or something like that that they've been doing things kind of like how Sorcerer Supreme's like magic's been here the whole time yeah. we just reverse the clock so you don't know anything happened yeah. same excuse for the mutants same excuse as the Inhumans. Well, yeah, that- <laughs> speaking of Inhumans, Jason Ibn has the theory that, because we're going to break the gems at the end, right? Because it's a movie. Like, yeah. they're going to have to be destroyed. Yeah, we can't have those in anymore. Some, well, maybe we'll keep the time stone for the Eye of Agamotto, because we want Dr. Strange to have it. Yeah. Um, but what if the soul gem or the power gem shattered, like the Terrigen Mist, and that's how everyone got their power? So oh, it was a direct result of the end of Infinity Gauntlet or whatever the hell the next movie is Yeah, well, this leads me to a question wait, real quick, wait. but before we dive into that, let's let's say hey to a friend of ours. Sam's so excited. Sam's so excited. But before we do that, let's say hi to another friend of ours real quick. Sam, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on food? I've been known to enjoy it. I do like making it, I'll be honest. Well, then I have a deal for you and our listeners. HelloFresh mm. is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can cook, eat, and enjoy. They've been a friend of the podcast for a hot minute now, and I've dang near enjoyed every single meal they send us. There's something for everyone with HelloFresh's selection. You get three plans to choose from, classic, mm. veggie, and family. Ooh. You can rediscover the excitement of cooking. I know you already have that excitement, but if our audience has lost that glimmer in their eye that for spark. cooking, HelloFresh has something for you. You can look forward to your HelloFresh delivery knowing dinner just got that much easier. HelloFresh believes cooking should be simple and convenient, not a chore. Thank God for that because I've got enough chores in my life. <laughs> all right, you won't spend all night in the kitchen because recipes only take around 30 minutes. That's so easy. There are many more benefits of subscribing so you can keep enjoying HelloFresh week after week. Get delicious, filling meals delivered right to your door every week for less than 10 bucks per serving and free shipping you know how much i love that free shipping that's incredible i mean, i know like i said we've got a few dishes and i yes. get this nice delicious 
breaded chicken dish, mm. a little squirt of lemon on it, a oh little spinach salad. Oh, and you made your own dressing. Oh my gosh, my mouth is watering. Oh, and your mouth can water too, right from your home, right before you put that delicious food in there. Because we got a deal for you to get HelloFresh right this second. So get out a pen and paper and write this down. For a total of $60 off, that's $20 off for your first three boxes, visit HelloFresh.com slash stupid60 and enter stupid60 at checkout to get all those sweet, sweet deals. It's like receiving six meals for free or up to 50% off of your first three boxes. Oh my that's gosh, insane. that's insane. Uh, again, that's visit HelloFresh.com slash stupid60 and enter our code stupid60 for a total of $60 off. That's $20 off your first three boxes. That's amazing. Get those dang deals, baby. Now back to the show. Ooh, okay, so I... Uh, Sam didn't explode. No. I didn't. I held my breath. I was excited. We have a good friend that's supporting the show. We appreciate that. Okay, so <laughs> we have... this. Is a, there's a big theory that one of the Avengers or a bunch of the Avengers are going to have to use the stones at the end of the movie to rewrite everything. And that they're no. going to die because their contracts are up? There yes. you go. But <laughs> what, if, what if, like, one of their, like things that they think that one of the things they want to fix is that like okay we're leaving but let's leave people who could take care of it and like not oh. just not just like they know there's you've got like 70 cast members back there that are ready to do it but Jerry we're like, Renner's like why not me guys why not? like because you're a jerk yeah <laughs> peace and then they yeah. dissolve into space <laughs> yeah. and uh no but you have that and you have um basically they they make a choice and they make it kind of like a wish let's just call it that and they want more people to step up to the plate so they kind of create mutants or Mm -hmm. or maybe iron man's thinking like we want more people like cap and like so there are people that are similar to super soldiers kind of like popping up all over the place you get mutants blah 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 not a great pitch because i thought of it right now you said wish and then you sort of walked it back like you thought that was really sad the way dc's final crisis is fixed is superman wishes for his best friend back so it's not the worst idea i actually really like that I'm, Me too. I'm a fan of Final Crisis. Uh, here's my question. So let's say, however, the mutants enter the scene, it is it is true. It is no. It is traditionally it is, no. it, is, it is traditionally like everybody hates and despises mutants, right? That's part of their jam. Mm-hmm. Why? Why in this world? Why? Why are the Avengers cool and X Men are not? How do we explain that in the MCU? Ugh, you can't because it's dumb. <laughs> it is the dumb. It's dumber than do. It's like the dumbest thing about mutants yeah. because it it doesn't allow you to then integrate them into any larger scale Marvel stories. Yeah. Um, and the, it's the reason why we all connected with the X-Men when we were like 12 years old because we all thought that our lives were hard. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. It gets worse. Not yeah. So much. <laughs> yeah, you're going to pay taxes one yeah. day. It gets so much worse. Um, I think that's going to be a really interesting story and it might be as starting out as basic as you're not the Avengers. I like that. I, I hope they keep it because one, it is it is an iconic part of the team. Also, it's a great excuse to have them in the colorful costumes mm-hmm. because they now exist in a world of superheroes so they can be like, hey, people fear mutants for whatever reason. Yeah. So we're going to dress up like the fucking Avengers mm-hmm. so that people like are into us. Well, and also it's a good way to get Wolverine into his costume because I think that's the that's the one gift Hugh Jackman gave his successor like hey I never wore the costume so now you get to be the one that yeah. wears the costume. You know what I mean? <laughs> With the wings and yeah. everything. I want it Sam. Uh, don't it, take it if from you me. Started, like, but if, if you had like a Scarlet Witch like saying mm-hmm. that like you like all the, all the mutants or something like that so people start like getting abilities really quick it's different than six people that were in New York. This yeah. is people in next door so you can understand the prejudice that would pop up still stupid but it's right. like, yeah, well, yeah. But, but to be fair can, prejudice is stupid prejudice is stupid you know what I mean? also, well said yeah, yeah. so well it's like said. so it doesn't necessarily it doesn't necessarily need to be rational because yeah. prejudice isn't rational yeah. but right? it, the idea now is that it's in your like 
backyard basically yeah. it's that that you could understand more why or people have a problem something with it. bad yeah. happens or someone goes and does it's a thing that we all talk about like what if superheroes were real someone would go shoot up a school or no. shoot up a bank or something like that and then you paint everyone under that brush yeah, yeah. i don't know and also something that really interested me that they they played around with in ultimate spider-man uh, is the idea that people initially hated spider-man because they thought he was a mutant yes yeah and i think that and there's that no reason be, why they should think he's yeah not it's a not mutant. it's not like he's like <laughs> yeah. oh no i got i got web shooters you know what i mean like um, um, so I think there's some, some could be some cool stuff with that, and then I think you know going back to the Wolverine thing, um, you could have him be a supporting character in Avengers and or, and and X Men, small role, and then give him his own damn movie. You know what I mean? Sure. It, but in that way, he doesn't like give me an X twenty three movie because you talked about you talked about how how much you like Cyclops. It's like mm-hmm. let's give an opportunity. Not that I Cyclops is one of the more popular ones, but like he hasn't really gotten a chance to shine on the big screen yet. Mm-hmm. Him, Jean Grey, the classic the classic characters. Um, um, uh, Can we it, finally get Angel done correctly? That'd be nice. I think, um, we, I think we missed all our chances. I'll be honest. <laughs> like you had X Men, you had the third, and then you had him third again. I think he died in Apocalypse, didn't he? Get, yeah. It was in the ship also, that crashed. Uh, I don't know. Ben Foster's pants got really low, and it got awkward, and we just never <laughs> let him be in a movie again. Yeah, uh, he's been in another really great movie since, though. I highly recommend Hell or High, High Water. Water. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, do, 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 do. What was I going to ask? The, yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, dang it. I don't even remember now. It's going to mm. come back. It'll come back. Uh, but for me, I would, but like specifically for me, the, these are fun theories, but I, w- I would like, I think most of all that they've already been there. I think that'd be really cool. Uh, and uh, we actually have some suggestions on the Discord. Uh, I didn't know if I wanted to read this. Well, why, now, I remember, now, I, now I remember. Now I remember my thing. So you okay. talked about um, Wanda bringing Peter back. Yeah. Which, if she's responsible, that makes sense. Do you think it'll be Evan Peters' Quicksilver she brings back? Oh, <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that. Oh, um, the magic. Uh, I guess there's side effects. <laughs> You're shorter and yeah. not as muscular. I'll yeah. say this. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I really, yeah, uh, agreed. really hope so. Agreed. Uh, so, Cracker Please is the, is yeah. the username. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was on the fence with, but. Yeah. Uh, they they mention as an in-universe fictional comic book series. Now, that's not me supporting this, that's but cute. that's a yeah. cute way of yeah. talking about it. That's that's fun. Also, I did like the comic book in Logan. Yeah, yes. I thought that was cute. Yeah. That eventually they were liked a little bit, not yeah. anymore. I would have <laughs> I would have liked to have maybe seen the real world version of that comic, and you see how it's like. Well, no, it's not like the comic, but like yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Oh, my favorite thing about Logan is the little kid in the back who's got the Wolverine toy that mm-hmm. he's holding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because really because I definitely had that toy as a yes. kid. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, so I was like. I immediately related with that kid because I was like, yeah, 100% I have that toy. Programming complete. Maybe some sort of multiverse incursion type deal. Have the Fox and MC universes merge and hand wave the reasoning by having, <laughs> having Deadpool make a fourth wall reference to the billion dollar merger deal. I'm going to be honest. I know everybody wants Deadpool. I don't think Deadpool is going to be integrated into the MCU. I was going to ask you about it, but you think they'll still make Deadpool movies? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they make money. Mm-hmm. I, You know what? I think it wouldn't surprise me. I've said this before. It wouldn't surprise me if once the merger happens, if you'll see one of the Avengers either as a cameo as themselves or as the Avengers show up in a Deadpool movie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would be shocked to ever see Deadpool show up in any other person's movie. I agree. And it's characters that break the fourth wall are tough like that. Yeah. Not only the characters break the fourth wall, but like R rated whatever well, look, whatever Venom like, is going to be PG-13 and it's tracking to do huge yeah. so who knows yeah yeah. Oh, yeah Venom. I don't remember X-Men Origins right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot Venom comes out next week don't worry you'll get a review mm-hmm. forgot to buy tickets went to IMAX to be like let's look open all yeah, the way through yeah. if you guys are looking for tickets don't worry yeah. you will you will find them it'll be fine um, 
Yeah, that's a whole other conversation about yeah. Venom and what's going on there. Uh, but uh, you could, I think you could make Deadpool work, and I don't know about the intro having Deadpool there, but I yeah. think if you had just Charles Xavier is always kind of an easy character to kind of be like a a, a, a representative and ambassador for that. As them. kind of silly as it is, and I, and I think it's like kind of pie in the sky for me to hope for it because contracts are up, and one of these people specifically costs half the movie to get in, but I wouldn't hate seeing... Now that the, it's that same silly fanboy thing. Now that the characters are there, you want to see the. I, I wouldn't mind seeing the Illuminati. Yeah, I don't, even, I don't even have like a huge devotion to Illuminati. It'd just be cool to see all those guys in a room. Yeah. Except that like half your if it's a Robert Downey Jr. cameo, it still costs half your movie Absolutely. just to have him show up for like five minutes. And uh, you do need. I mean, Reed Richards is also important to that group too. So. I also really I'm holding want, out for the fourth movie of Phase Four. Yeah, it's <laughs> got a really it, like if if they can't four four. If I'm, Kevin I, Feige can't make it happen. I think. Um, the tone of the the typical tone of the MCU movies is especially suited for the Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. and so I'm really hoping that I really feel like they're in a position to really do right by those characters, and I th- and I'm, I'm hoping that we see that. Uh, yeah, they'd I, be easier to integrate than X Men because yes. you just say that they've been off somewhere doing space things since the '60s, and yeah. then you can have a period piece, a period yes. piece, or if you wanted to, and do you can have them as older characters, uh, like heroes in their 40s. Yeah, or if you, Ooh. or if you wanted to, wanted to still have them in modern time, you could say like, hey, all that Thanos shit was fucked up. Maybe we should start sending people into space to try and figure this out, and that's how they get, or what, however they solve it, they get their abilities from that. Yeah. There's an opening. There's an opening for for those characters after Infinity War. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, we got another comment here from Echo Spider. I know he's a fan of uh, the uh, uh, your podcast as well. We met him at New York Comic Con. He's a nice, very nice gentleman. We'd like to go to New York Comic Con someday. Here, someday we'll do it. Here's what Danny's thinking. Read Pop yeah. is expensive. Yeah, I'll call them right out. Don't make pros pay to go to your shows. Boom. <laughs> you just got called out. Boom. Due to the scroll invasion and the Infinity War fallout, mutants must come out of hiding. After decades in the shadows, they must fight to defend mutants. This leads to confusion. In panic, the government asks the new Avengers to contain the mutant threat. As the Avengers confront the mutants, we get Avengers versus X Men. You know what? That sounds better than the series. Yeah. Avengers versus X Men. Yeah. Avengers X Men is a good title as well. I would yeah. be surprised if we didn't have a movie called that. Yeah, especially since X Men is such a huge brand on its own. Yep. Um, I, it'll be interesting to see where what big things they'll be building to because I can't imagine they can't keep doing Infinity War level stuff I don't think I have to imagine that's, I don't think so either and I don't yeah, know if it's I, just too I, untenable you know what I mean do we need it all to be though like can't Honestly, we have little I don't love this franchise of the MCU but can't we just have little Ant-Man movies where he's off being a super yeah, best Ant-Man I also be? of the I didn't love Infinity War if I'm being honest I thought it was fine um, everyone's tweeting you right now yeah I know I thought it was just fine I thought I, I think they've done it better before in Civil War and they Avengers. But anyway, um, uh, what are some X Men you guys would like to see in if if when they come to the MCU? Other than Dupe, other than Dupe, and other than Wolverine. I know that's a tough. One. I'm sorry. Uh, I just got to take him out. If I have to have a Wolverine, I want it to be Laura, and especially because the Tom Taylor series that yeah. just wrapped up, and now she has her new series. Yeah, uh, all new Wolverine is so good. Yeah. he's such a good writer. Um, I think I want Beast, uh, but as his fursona, as a furry. You can't mm-hmm. have the human one. As played Come by on. Kelsey Grammer? There you go. One, yes. of, one of the best things about X3. No. Yeah, and it, I can't believe that they got they got that get. You know, <laughs> it, was, it was a good get. They, 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 got, they got that get. They got that get. Uh, um, I, I want Nightcrawler for sure. Yes. Nightcrawler would be cool. And Namor, I guess, kind of gets tied up in that as well. I don't know if I'm like is craving. He, is he under the 
X Men banner, or is he under the Fantastic Four banner? I, mean, I know way, he's a mutant, but I don't he, know what it either means. Either way, he should be coming back. I yeah. I think you say two, one of two things. You see, either save Namor for Fantastic Four. Also, he wouldn't be a bad antagonist for a Black Panther movie. Yeah. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah. So I, somebody else was talking about that. I think that might be that might be an interesting. It's a little weird to be like, oh, you have a hidden kingdom. Well, I have, I have a hidden, hidden kingdom, kingdom too. too. Hidden but kingdom it'd be an interesting. It'd be an, it could, it could be a really interesting conflict. I would love um, um, armor. Yeah, she's armor's great. Who I'm, I always forgot her name for a long time. I was like, you know, the girl with the armor. And like, I, that's be just good, her name. Wait, she'd be a good one, too. Well, which one's that She's one? a tiny little Asian girl, and she has like this kind of bubble Stay Puff Marshmallow Man armor. <laughs> so she just thinks and kind of like, boop. Boom, and then uh, yeah, I think that'd be people. good, because I think it's important that you have that, that when I was coming up, it was either Kitty Pryde or Jubilee yep. or Armor. In the movies, it was Rogue for some reason. Um, I, that kind of like way in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean so if it's not like a Kitty Pride, I think armor would be really cool especially since she's ad- more ar- more more recent more modern yeah I would love an adult Kitty Pride. that'd be cool if we were gonna have a return I know we've tried Kitty Pride, and Ellen Page was like almost a good Kitty Pride. yeah she was until just she seemed movie. really sick of that <laughs> yeah. hey that's fair too that yeah. doesn't seem like a fun movie to be a part of um, you know what would be kind of cool is I would like Kitty Pride to be like a, like an important character mm-hmm. that we that we deal with and it would kind of be cool I was thinking I mentioned earlier <laughs> Professor X being like the ambassador but kitty pride being the ambassador would actually be really cool like maybe having her go out into the world and asking uh you sorry no you're no, no. <laughs> uh going out into the world and getting help from somebody where it's oh, so like, she's like their advocate or something yeah like that. and That's it's cool. and it's like the she the the x-men team's small and it's not really a, it's not a school for people it's like we were able to find six people kind of by accident mm-hmm. and that's yeah. that's what we're working with and he, she's one of the students and she goes out and either you get like a Spider-Man or you get a, another character like that I know you guys mentioned keeping him small but I think a cool way of introducing him is you get a character that the MCU is like working with really well right now I and would, introducing him as, is like one big group I would be really excited to see Spider-Man team up with the X-Men because that's, that's I want him old... to team up with Dare. I'm so mad that he's never going to play with Charlie Cox I know. <laughs> I know especially since we were talking about this the other day especially since like Charlie Cox is so good in the role yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, also, um, Molly from Runaways is a mutant. Yeah. Her yeah. comic book canon. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that she's really cute, and I like the way that they've done her there. So she, I think she'd be a fun cameo in an X Men movie. That'd, That'd be, be really cool. cool. Yeah. I think I'd, the character I'd like to see on the big screen will probably never happen is Phantom X, and I might regret that because I love Rick Remender's take on the character yeah. when he did X-Force other his uncanny Avengers is really good to yeah. the half X-Men half. yeah and uh, and I like Grant Morrison's use of the character when other writers tackle Phantom X they make, make me regret it <laughs> uh, so there might be a hit or miss he, he can depending on the writer he can be kind of hit or miss uh, but he's a favorite of mine I think it'd be cool to do for me the iconic lineup is um, the what was it all new X-Men after when Cyclops got the new team of Storm uh, Wolverine, mm-hmm. Colossus, Nightcrawler, like do that. I always think of that as the '90s team because it informed so much of the cartoon. Yeah. yeah. So like that lineup, a plus plus like the like a Rogue or an Armor. Like mm-hmm. ro- Armor could be the Jubilee because her powers are cooler. Um, and a Jubilee, I'm really sorry. I know she's popular. She's not a good character. Yeah. So it's like she's do... just not. And I love lots of characters who are dumb and ineffectual, but like she's not a good character. What if you make her a vampire? They just got rid of that, but make her a vampire. Again. I read that whole X Woman storyline. It's uh, almost as disappointing as Batwing. Yay. Oh, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> Sponsor the show. Yeah. Um, I think it could also be kind of cool. What was that TV show? In the early 2000s. X-Men Evolution. Thank you. Yeah. So good. I actually oh, really like that show. Yeah. Yeah. When they're terrible on a rewatch. Yeah. Oh, no. 
so I like, uh, I like that they actually attended a high school though I thought that was they cool did. I young, loved Kurt's little watch like yeah. he disguised himself yeah a uh, younger cast is really a fun idea but I make us care about them and don't like have the really really good cast right behind them because mm-hmm. yeah. it's really distracting because I don't remember who's playing who in the new movie coming on Dark Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, if you had like a solid younger cast, I think that'd be a really cool. Those would that would be a cool way of building out a younger team. Like I like the idea of maybe making a Champions movie, but if it was X Men instead, totally on board with that. That's yeah. totally fine. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you could make other characters mutants or integrate other people onto the team. Like if Kamala Khan is going to be a mutant instead of being an Inhuman, fine, fine, yeah. great. Please yeah. put Kamala Khan in a movie. Do you think? Do you think they ever look at themselves like, oh, man, we bungled it with that Inhuman shit? Yes. <laughs> now, that, now that we finally have the mutants back, it's like, well. <laughs> also, Young Avengers has uh, Scarlet Witch envisions two kids on it who are technically mutants. Yeah. yeah. So I would love to see Billy and Tommy. I know that's a big stretch. Yeah. Oh, Tommy's the other. Is, is Speed. Speed. Yeah. Speed. You always yeah. remember Wiccan. I never remember what the other Wiccan Hulkling. action yeah. figure. Oh, nice. <laughs> I love him that's so right. much. <laughs> a lot, no, there's a lot of love for that uh, that couple. And I think that's cool. But um, Someday they'll get married. One day. I'm holding it. <laughs> one day. Uh-huh. Before we continue, let's do one last uh, hello shout out to a friend. Oh, before we wrap up this episode, because it's been a good... Yes. I love when we get to have friends on this podcast, but we actually have another dear friend of the podcast that has joined us in a brand new endeavor. It's yeah. called Hard to Say Goodbye. What? It's the best dang Game of Thrones rewatch podcast you can get Put your, your ears into. into. Sorry. That's a good <laughs> yeah. slogan. We should look into that. But yes, Hard to Say Goodbye, it's a brand new podcast. DJ, Sam, and Trisha Hirschberger are making their way from uh, episode one, season one of Game of Thrones up to the final season. So we're rewatching up, leading up to the final season of Game of Thrones because guess what, guys? It's going to be a tough time when that season stops airing. It's going to be yep. sad, but we're here for you alright so you can go to onlystupidanswers.com to find out every place you can listen to yep. it or you can go to any listening platform and type in hard to say goodbye we're talking, we should be there we're talking iTunes Spotify Google Podcasts yeah. anywhere you can think of but most importantly if you want to get these episodes extra early plus book to series comparisons plus video podcasts what? plus Google Hangouts oh, whoa snap. go to patreon.com slash hard to say goodbye today <laughs> right the second do it you can pause this. We'll allow, it, we'll allow you to pause it if you want to go check it out and download it. You can listen to the first episode if you want. Any hoozles, check it out. Let us know what you think. Rate and review. And back to the show. But yeah, let me check out the Discord one more time because you wonderful people hit us up with your suggestions. And my question was phrased as, how, uh, how, how would you want to see the X-Men to be introduced in the MCU? Yeah. Someone wrote properly. And I think that's the most important <laughs> yeah. thing. I think it's also Shout important to that person. Yeah. Uh, to Cormac. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whoever, whoever tackles it, really really um streamlining it not getting lost in the weeds because there are so many ex people mm-hmm. i think you need somebody at the helm that has a strong vision the one that, that popped to my mind that i thought could really take um i i guess i was inspired by grant morrison because i like that he kind of took the mer- metaphor and whether you like it or not he really tried to like hey let's push this into the 21st century yep, yep, yep. and so somebody that can take the ideas of deadpool even made a joke about it. it's like dated, dated metaphor for uh racism and from the 60s take that and push it forward and i think somebody that could make a really crowd-pleasing movie while while grounding the issues that they're uh placed in is somebody like jordan peele like I think he's, he could be he could do have a really whether he wants to do it or not yeah, you know what I mean yeah. I think he could at least take the ideas behind X-Men and really modernize them in a way that makes them uh, relevant 
I think he'd be great. I also default back to Patty Jenkins now because yeah, she well, she's just great. such a monumental yeah. mound to climb and she exploded it in this amazing way. Yeah. Um, who was it? Christopher McQuarrie or Matt Vaughn who did First Class? Matt Vaughn. I also think would do a great job. I really yeah. enjoy his directorial style. Also, another default, Ryan Coogler. He's not going to do it because yeah. he wants to do his own yeah. movie. Yeah. 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 Black Panther was a special thing. Probably won't. I don't, if we get a <laughs> sequel from him with that movie, mm-hmm. would be amazing. Yeah. But in my head, I, it doesn't feel like it's going to happen because I want to see him do other things. But yeah. whatever. Uh, he's another person I'd throw out there just because I'd like to see the way he tackles those characters. The other cool thing about uh, Fox getting these characters is it allows them an opportunity to have way better villains. Because not only are we getting Magneto and the ex-villains who are iconic, but we're also getting Doctor Doom, which yes. I'm hopeful to We've finally get. We've also never done well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it'd be, um, unfortunately, they already used the guy that would be perfect for Doctor Doom, Mads Mikkelsen, uh, in a throwaway role in Doctor Strange, which uh, is a bummer. Uh, I I also think I really liked Doctor Strange, even with uh, there's a, a whole heap of problems that come with it. But um, I think it's really sad that Benedict Cumberbatch is not going to play Reed. Yeah, oh. yeah, he'd be good. He'd be yeah. a good. He'd be a good. Uh, people threw John Krasinski out there, and I have not watched Jack Ryan, so all I can think of is Jim. <sighs> I love John Krasinski, but no. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hey, you never, no. you never know. Emily Blunt, yes, yeah. pursued. Yeah. Not, well, also they're yeah. like, oh, they were in the Quiet Place. It's like I don't know. You know what's great about like, the Quiet Place? He said five words. Yeah, but also, <laughs> no, he's also really like, good in the Quiet Place. I think I think having having a married, just you know, long running franchise with multiple movies, maybe having a married couple in your lead. Could, could prove challenging down the line. It, you don't uh, know. Uh, 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 what's Watson's real name? Martin Freeman's mm. marriage fell apart because they worked together on Sherlock. So, yeah. really? so you yeah. know, maybe you know, maybe just do an occasional quiet place and let that be that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, Marvel movies are demanding, from mm. what I can tell. Uh, hey, you know what? If you want to do a young Wolverine, let me throw out Taron Edgerton. It's an extremely popular suggestion, and I enjoy I, his square face. I know. Uh, he's, so square. It's so square. Hugh Jackman uh, said he suggested Tom. Hardy and I can't get that I know he's Venom but it's like he's he's shorter mm-hmm. but he's, he's big, he's big. Yeah. it's like yeah he's got he could do it like well, he Rito's really could nail it five five yeah so and it'd be cool that's and that's, as tall as I am yeah <laughs> and like and like Hugh Jackman in Hollywood terms is a giant you know what I mean so I think he's cool. a giant by regular terms uh oh, I'm taller than him technically but no yeah. <laughs> you're uh, already a giant yeah. uh so I'd like I mean I again He's Venom. I don't know how that's going to play out, but well, but I can't get him um, out of my brain. Michael B. Jordan has been everyone and is going to that be Superman, true. according to the internet. So yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> I'm on board. Yeah, uh, but no, Ed, you guys should let us know on Twitter what you guys think, who you'd want to see play these characters, yeah. and what's what's the ideal, what's the primo way to get these characters into the MCU. Idris Elba you, as Wolverine. As everybody, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he's every X. Actually, actually, Idris Elba is Professor X. Because it seemed like he really, Ooh, hated, he really hated the stunt work in Thor. So it's like, cool, you're just in a, you're just wheeling around, doling out wisdom. You know or what I mean? Magneto could be kind of cool yeah, as well. Actually, really cool. Yeah. You'd have to do wire work again. Shockingly, but. if you kept saying Idris Elba and then a character name, you're like, wow, wow. hold on. That's a really <laughs> good idea. Yeah. Hold on, this is a good idea. Spider-Man. Just cast everybody Older who... Spider-Man. Just cast everyone who worked with him on um, Luther. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the girl who plays Alice can be Jean Grey. There uh, you go. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's a lot of good ideas, and we want to hear from you guys so hit us up at only stupid answers on twitter yank out the bells from stupid if or you would, please. we're on instagram facebook but only to find all the places where you can listen to us like itunes spotify google podcasts so many options but most importantly ashley where can they find you and tell us more about your pod uh my podcast <laughs> the written one yeah, you do have a podcast <laughs> but also science <laughs> you can find me on twitter and instagram at ashley v robinson you can find my podcast at geekhistorylesson.com well, both of these fools have been on it and will mm-hmm. be on it again in yeah. the future so 
so go back and check those out. And you can support science at sciencecomicbook.com. It has a cool 14-year-old girl with a dead father who lives in her glasses and is helping her take down the school that murdered him. There's floating robot assistant teachers that will tell you how to make rocket fuel in real-world science facts. And there's a romance, and you will learn that you can only trust in science. Uh, so please go pre-order that because the book's actually coming out. Sciencecomicbook.com. Nice. So thank check you. that out. Please and thank you. Say you came from Only Stupid Answers because that's kind of fun when you do that. That's right. Mm-hmm. Be good boys and girls to each other. DJ, where can they find you? Find me at DJ Talks Trash. Every place that matters. Mm-hmm. And I'm at Sam Basher. Everywhere that matters, guys. Thursdays, 4 p.m. PST, twitch.tv slash play noggin. Also, play noggin's got a bunch of fun programming in there. Nice boys and girls that allow us to shoot in this cool space and we get to work together make cool stuff so go check them out show them some love but guys we'll see you next time bye 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 Oh, we laugh. (laughs) (laughs) That's so stupid. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, uh.